We Like Dota is brought to you by the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yield Raven, Ninja Scouts, Samson Magnuson, RX Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Bands, Beandob, Modstar, Icebug, Spangoon, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Xinosin, Dolly Kauschev, Paul Turner, Jeffrey Peterson, Kruger, Javier Latuplay, Wisp, Zeke, Strawcap, That Charlie, Justin, Zach, Yanni, and new patron, Darkstorm Dota. We like Dota, episode 346, starts now. That was an embarrassing list. <laughs> Hello and welcome to We Like Dota, episode 346. My name is Arian. I have the honor of hosting this very full booth today. Uh, joining me is Charlene. Hello, Arian. Hello, Internet. Hello, booth. Jim. Hello, Arian. Hello, Charlene. Hello, booth. And the dishonorable coward what? called Sam. Oh. Oh, that's a... I don't know if I'm <laughs> part of the booth anymore. <laughs> One more sneak attack and you're out. Oh, so, me and Sam, uh, we Sam wanted to I. play... Sam and I. My, my bad, my bad. There's actually a German saying about this. Uh, the horse always names itself first. And people always tell me that because I do that a lot. I'm absolutely yeah. using that in English. <laughs> uh, all right, so, uh, me and Sam, we are playing a Civ Six game. We've been wanting to do it for, like two weeks probably and i spawn uh, i chose germany and he randomly spawned as america but he didn't tell me so i thought i had like this ai opponent spawning next to me and i was like oh nice i can make peace with this guy i play my game he like doesn't tell me anything i tell him like all the information about my civilization and the science i'm getting and stuff like that and he's like no i'm not telling you and then he just snickers he just snickers, like, occasionally, like, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, that's worrying. <laughs> Thank God he's, like, on a whole different continent, because, you know, America is an AI opponent, and Nubia above me is also an AI opponent. Turns out, he was America, and he sneak attacked me uh. with, like, 4,000 units, and I just lost in two minutes. Wow. Okay, I explained USA. to you how yes. I was going to do Insane it. Insane backstab. Insane backstab. I just want to say that. Actually dishonorable. I, I told you while we were playing throughout the whole time I was doing it, pretty much exactly what I was doing. And had you paid attention, you would have known because the game tells you. Sweaty and... nerd. <laughs> yeah, he it. got he was so embarrassed when I showed up with like five units and took out his like largest city. <laughs> and then he calls me a sweaty nerd and a dishonorable because gamer. And he didn't tell all me of that he was the civilization things. right yeah. next to him. Wow, I how didn't am tell I, you that how I was am I supposed to know? He w he's working with much better information uh, like, than surprise for. Man, if I was editing this, I'd like fade in the Star Spangled Banner right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there were a lot of quotable moments in there, and I think my favorite was was. Arian saying, oh, I'm going to go do colonialism like with what? all of the city-states around him. And then me like turning them to my side and all of us uh, simultaneously yes. waging war on him for about two turns until 
He was yeah, dead. I had no chance. I had literally zero military units, and this guy's just building an army outside of my border. Maybe that was your fault. I don't know. I'm a peaceful player. I just want to, you know, be cultured and build nice things. I'm like, I don't know. The war aspect is kind of boring. All right. Yeah, that's uh, true. Let's get into the other video game that's pretty good also, supposedly. Uh, Dota Phoenix. <laughs> Welcome to the Dota Feelings, where me, the host, Arian, that's me, <laughs> ask my co-hosts the question, how was your week in Dota? And how did it make you feel? Who wants to go first? I will, I will not assign somebody this time. You can th choose freely. Speak Who's played up. the most Dota this week? Probably me or you. Really generous, dude. We play so much. I mean, I've only played like maybe a dozen games this week. Alright, I guess it's me then. Uh, yeah. I don't wanna... First. Yeah, we're a four-person podcast and there's a lot of news to get through. So that's just one game I want to highlight where I will say I got heartbroken. Um, this, this game was You just had a hard week, huh, Arian? Uh... Up until when I got backstabbed today, I was having a pretty good week actually. But okay. yeah, I'm a bit I'm a bit upset at some. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I was playing PA safe lane with Strilling, the man, the myth, the legend on Shadow Demon. Uh, we were laning against the Bristleback and got absolutely smashed. I was like zero three, but our team they were very nice. They were like encouraging me, saying like, "Yo, you got this. Just jungle," and you know. I jungled, I got my battlefree at a decent timing because I skipped boots for battlefree, which I usually don't recommend, but I do that almost every time, I gotta say, even though that's like suboptimal. Um, yeah, I, thankfully PA, she has the new break on her shot, which make me, made me counter the bristle pretty heavily in the late game. And, you know, we actually won that game. And at the end, I went from like 0-3 to 18-7, which, you know, seven deaths is suboptimal, but getting 18 kills in a game like that, I felt pretty good about my performance at the end of the day. And then we were like about to finish this game and I wanted to fight them a bit more because I was pretty strong at that point. And then at the end, like right when the Ancient falls, the people who've been encouraging me for the all, <laughs> whole time, they're like, yo, stop diving, man. You were such a dead weight for the whole game. And I was like, wow. Oh my god, I, I was so sad. I was so sad. <laughs> Dead weight. Well, to, to be fair, to be fair, that we had tape, we were like not in a position where we could just like walk away. Like we did not take megas. We took, I think, t like we took the mid barracks and then went for a thrown finish. We took the T4s and then get like halfway through the ancient and then our PA, who is the only farm hero on our team, starts like trying to dive fountain and we're like nobody come on come on you gotta you gotta hit the fountain you gotta hit the the ancient sorry um and yeah <laughs> i understand why they were maybe a I little bit dive scared fountain. i just fought people outside of the fountain i felt the situation was pretty uh in control with my farm level to be but, honest but I, I don't trust you to not press the w button on somebody in the fountain yeah <laughs> yes. i mean that's probably fair this poor timber cell you were playing with took a hundred and forty nine thousand damage that game. He was good. He was and then good. you finally get you nice. finally get into the the base and you're diving the fountain. I can picture him like, oh come on! I wasn't diving. I was just hitting hero outside of base. I'm pretty sure at no point was I actually in the fountain, just fighting heroes outside. 
Yeah. This is actually a game where I bought uh, Shadow Demon's Shard and, like, thought it was useful. Um, Ooh, yeah, your Shard was really good. What does this yeah, Shard even they do? Had... It, so you can cast your ultimate Demonic Purge on allies, and <gasps> it will strong, like, strong dispel them. Or not strong dispel, I think, but actually just basic dispel um, them the whole time. Oh, okay. Um, so that it's active, and then heals them at the end for the damage. Um so I was just using it on our PA at, while there was an Ember, Jakiro, Bristle, and CM on the other team. Mm. Yeah. So if there's like any goose stacks, any crystal spells, any, you know, Jakiro magic, like all of that is just gone. You can dispel like yeah. every single one of their like lockdown abilities pretty that much. That was actually super good because even though my game was pretty hard in the early to mid game, I didn't go BKB. Uh, me being me. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Surprise, Jim, you sound very surprised. Yeah, weird. <laughs> Probably very sincere. All right, uh, who else wants to talk about their Dota feelings? I'll go. Um, All right, Shelly, tell let's us. Let's see, my Dota feelings. I, I feel fine about Dota. I think I've just been liking it more because... I don't even know. It's not because of the Battle Pass. I've just been enjoying the game a little bit more. I, I think probably a combination of watching more pro Dota has kind of turned me on to, like, cool things that Dota can do. Um, but I've been... I, I caved and bought the Battle Pass pretty much as soon as it dropped. Um, nice. Much, well, much to Arian's... <laughs> yeah, Arian, like, messaged me and was like, oh, do you want to do the the yeah, gifting thing? And I was like, oh, buddy, I'm sorry. I, I just bought it already. And he's like, no. Um, yeah, so, sorry, Arian. I have something to say about that. But what is it? It, uh, it goes into a point I want to make in the news section okay. about some people's criticism towards the battle pass. Got it. <laughs> okay. um, and yeah, I, I, I think I somewhat regret my decision, but at the same <clears throat> time, not really, because it's been such a long time since I've had hats. So I'm trying yeah. to just ignore the fact that it was, well, is uh, an inefficient purchase. <laughs> I guess. You even went for the level 100 one. Huh? I did. Very, very yeah. For Baby Rock Troy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Big time. And now, like, it's so obvious from my feed what cavern here I'm working on because, I mean, I strictly play turbo games pretty much. So you'll, you'll just see a pattern of uh, until I get two wins on a hero... <laughs> Right? I, I like move on <laughs> to the next one. So I'm I, I'm stuck right now because Enchantress actually is a double, right? Got to go for oh. those doubles. Yeah, but definitely. Very I'm just I'm not good with Enchantress. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think she's also like I don't think she's pretty trash in Turbo. So maybe you will have better luck with her in the normal game because like her best timing is Wah. like level one and two and three maybe. Wah. I don't like all pick. Uh, alternatively, if you became uh, Liquid Tega, you might be able to win. Oh, okay. That sounds easier. Yeah, I'll, I'll just do Tega. that one. Tega. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. He's, He's the, called uh, Taiga, Jim. Or, right. or Seiyu on, uh, from the Eastern European qualifiers. <laughs> <laughs> you actually just, yeah. I love that we but, have like an Eastern European correspondent now. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's the only thing I watch. Like, <laughs> you can't you can't motivate me to to watch Ed A Dota. Like Ed A Dota's on, I sleep. But as soon as you know, <laughs> for whatever reason, CIS Dota's like on at my my peak hours of the day. So 
Or Sam's love CIS Delta. Didn't Sam Wendell always had CIS Delta highlights? Yeah, yeah he was big CIS Delta. It's watcher. just the Sam yeah. thing. Yeah, I guess. Uh, speaking of Sam, how was your week at Uh, Pretty boring, honestly. I was just practicing Damn. four heroes. Um, which yeah, which I four? Mean... <laughs> oh, like a position. <laughs> <laughs> she knew. Yeah. I didn't even get it. I was, <laughs> I was like, yeah, which four? Um, yeah, since like since last week's recording, I think I've only played maybe like a dozen games, which is like very low for me. Most of them losses. Most of them You're usually a fiend. Yeah, true. Speaking um, about that, I'm catching up to you in the We Like Dota Guild. Less than 6k points separate us. Yeah, I feel like that will continue. My, my Dota like schedule is a little bit rough at the moment. But, I don't know. I've been like just kind of kind of taking things from the major, or not the major, but the, the qualifiers and uh, trying to apply them to games. Like, been playing a lot of Hoodwink, a lot of Marana, which I don't play at all. Mm. Um shadow demon still looks pretty good as like a five or a four um yeah i don't have like a lot of specific details mostly we're just losing in stacks with either like arian or other wld members true what marana hats do you have um very important question this is a very important question i have nothing applied right now wow (laughs) and i I have okay which is sad because i have two unwrapped uh like sets in my inventory crescent and uh i can give you the new set if you want because i have the i have the like ultra rare cash set because i got really lucky so i can give you the new one (laughs) yes i was gonna say the same thing i was like oh if you want the the iridescent one Sure. I don't I don't know if it's better than this weird lion from the gifts of the heavenly guardian, but it probably is. Um just probably. don't use the crescent arrow. Oh yeah, that's the Oh, is that the, that's is the, that the big the sperm one? one. Yeah. The sperm. Okay, yeah, I was going to say the <laughs> exactly. sperm arrow. Yeah, yeah I I super easy to see. I didn't know which one it was, but I knew that I had it and was actively not using one of the arrows because I used it in like a demo once and was like, oh no. Yeah. Absolutely not. The set is just called Crescent? Yes. Yes. It's so weird. Well, what can you do, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Speaking of things you can do and can't do, were you able to play Dota this week? Me? I, I couldn't bring, yeah, I couldn't bring myself to like make it grammatically incorrect using can. <laughs> no problem. Uh, I will also talk about Sam's. Yeah, uh, it's a. I have I have Sam feelings about Dota, and if he listens to this, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Aww, like, what happened? Like every game, I like at weekly, I play a game with uh, Sam the Plaid Pirate, um, one or two, maybe more, and we just get out to a huge lead and then throw. <laughs> a, a couple weeks ago, I single-handedly did it. <laughs> um, by fighting them in front of their fountain. It wasn't in their fountain area. Oh, you did an area? Um, yeah, that I was like two you... weeks ago. I literally, like, we could have just hit the throne. <laughs> and I wanted to kill people, and we lost the game. But this recent game was, like, unbelievable how far we were ahead. 
at like the 35 minute mark, we had like a 30k XP advantage and like a 22k gold advantage. Sam played mid Bloodseeker and he's had, I think, 78 last hits and 23 denies at 10 minutes and like four kills. And he was so far ahead of, of everything. Kills were like 40 to 10 or something. And then we like started losing, sort of. Like we didn't really have any building hitters, but they had a weaver who tried to rat us. And I suspect we could have just walked up a lane and destroyed their fountain before, or destroyed their throne before the, the weaver killed us. But we didn't. And the game went for another 15 minutes and we lost. And we were. Aww. It was the final score. Uh, let me see, what was it? 23 to 44. I have it pulled yeah. up here. 23 to 44. We had the 44. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Oh, yeah. And, and like I said, it was like 40 to 10 at one point. Did you um, guys still have like the gold that's tragic. Um, lead and everything? Uh, probably. Oh, no. They had a slight gold lead at the end. We still okay. had an XP lead at the end. Oof. My God. The, the crazy I mean, thing was like 35 minutes. We had a 30K XP lead. <laughs> we lost Aww. 10 minutes later. Sam, Sam was 20 and 4 in that game. Yeah. He still lost. He should have called you guys at that weight, honestly. Oh, like, he would have been absolutely justified doing so. It was, uh, we had Grimstroke and we, we had Grimstroke, Bloodseeker, Warlock, uh, Richard, oh. and Tidehunter. And like, the mid game team fights where I got the double off. Oh. And then we got like double Fatal Bonds, double Rupture. And then, like, uh, Ravage. I mean, the, the team fights were over in, like, three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like, just over and over again. And we just never... And we did take one laner axe, but we never quite got to the, the throne. And I, we're still, like, trying to figure out what the hell happened. But it is a pattern I'm noticing that I play these games with Sam, and we just get out to giant leads, and then we throw. I probably shouldn't have bought an Ags, but they had a... I want. I wanted to copy Spectre. He had a Radiance. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's definitely good eggs. Well, the I thing mean, is, I we think... just needed like any lockdown for the Weaver, or just ignore the Weaver and just win the game instead. But the guy had the Spectre Arcana, so maybe it was just hard coded for him to win for the and next it was... five games because he spent so much money. And it was like day one of the battle pass, so he like straight <laughs> up bought the. The Spectre Arcana. Wow. Damn. But like, man, it was such a good game for 35 minutes. <laughs> We're just absolutely running over them. So I'm sorry, Sam. And then the next game, Sam left, which I can't blame him. Uh, next, next game, I just picked Viper. And, and then you wipes. Yeah, we just, I viped some poor Zeus in mid. and uh, Ooh, That's we, a rough matchup. I know. Like I saw him pick Zeus. And I was like, sorry, dude. We had a rough game. This is what you get. <laughs> and then they were like, please end. We were apologizing oh to them. Yeah, it was like, like 25 minutes. We're on their high ground. And one of them's like hanging out in the fountain. But yeah, sorry, Sam. Uh, I hope your feelings weren't too hurt by my game. Yeah. Fist fire, man. Uh, oh, before we go next, actually, I won't, you, you reminded me because you said Zeus. I had a Zeus game. Uh, this week, where I broke my all-time damage record, I think. Ooh. I had 184,000 hero damage. 
Welcome to the news. Uh, to let you in behind the curtains here, uh, Charlene kind of grieved our news recording by not unmuting herself Sorry. after uh, she sneezed. So this is another day, uh, the, so the next day after yesterday's recording. Uh, we're re-recording the news section and sadly Jim couldn't make it. So he'll be back for Noobs Us Noobs, but he won't be here for the news section, uh, sadly. Cool. Uh, let's start with the news. The big item on the news here is TI. Uh, back then, uh, potentially, but now confirmed. Uh, not being held in Sweden. And Valve is searching, or may even have found, we'll get into that a bit later, uh, a new venue for TI. But what we know for sure is that TI won't be held in Sweden because apparently, so from my understanding is that all the stakeholders who are supposed to organize like TI in Sweden, like Valve, the Swedish Esports Federation, and like the Swedish local government, apparently everybody just kind of assumed that the visas were sorted for the players and staff, but apparently the visas weren't actually like sorted. So they found that out two weeks ago, they scrambled to get an exception from the Swedish Ministry of Interior, but they said no two times, as well as the Swedish government, who also said no to the exception. Uh, I think that may also be connected to the government crisis that Sweden is going through right now. They recently had a vote of new confidence approved against their prime minister. So the like political people in Sweden probably have something else on their plate right now. But yeah, what was your guys' like, I'll say initial reaction after hearing this? Were you shocked? Actually, no. I wasn't shocked. You weren't shocked? I wasn't shocked, but that doesn't mean that I was anticipating this. I was just like, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense that because of the pandemic and foul communications, lol, that something would have slipped through the cracks and that their original plan won't work. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even sure if you can shout this up to the pandemic, right? I think it is, though, because the only reason they're kind of restricting everything right i think they're being extra vigilant i feel like if the pandemic weren't happening sweden would have been more open to 
giving some reason or whatever for the visa. But right now, I think they're just like extra like, no, no, like you guys don't qualify as a, um, what, what what's the actual designation? Whatever sport thing. Elite. Elite, elite sports event. Elite yeah. sports event. So that's why I, I, yeah, even though the exact reason itself isn't because of the pandemic, I feel like they're more slated I mean, in that way that's because a good point. of it. That because I sad to say some sports, especially in Europe, like football, they can have full stadiums right now. In Europe, football is just above the law. They don't have to care about like any COVID restrictions. And sadly, esports just isn't at that state yet in most European countries. Uh, what was your take on this, Sam? Were you surprised? Because I personally, I was very surprised by this. I like, I was uh, getting a bit worried that I didn't have a hotel booked yet, and now I guess I got lucky. Yeah, I was maybe a bit surprised if only because at least in the states sweden has kind of a a certain covid reputation as being a little bit more gung-ho and kind of like less restrictive Um, yeah that's that's definitely valid and so it's a little bit even funny to me that they are looking to the rest of europe to to figure out like where they're going to have their ti it makes sense because like both an homage to ti like the, the original ti and because they, you know, we're going to have it in Europe, that they want to keep it in Europe. Um, but I think, like, much of the EU is going to be difficult to bring that many players, um, staff, and potentially, like, viewers, which we haven't gotten into. Um, with, the, like, getting securing visas for all of them, I think, is going to be, like, too difficult to do um, for, like, a Schengen zone country, if that makes any hmm. sense. Perhaps. Um, depends on the Schengen Zone country. So I guess sure. this uh, transitions us in the potential candidate uh, uh, for hosting TI. Because, yeah, as you said, in the blog post, they mentioned that they will do their absolute best to hold it in Europe. Because I guess that's where everybody is counting on to go. And it would be like huge change up for players uh, who've like... Because, for example, T1 and a lot of the Chinese teams, they're staying in Europe. They're not actually flying back after the any major. So it would be very bothersome for them to like go to a different region. Um, so yeah, the countries that I think are most likely to host it are Germany with either Cologne or Berlin and potentially Munich or Frankfurt. Like Germany honestly has a lot of options. Uh, PGL in Bucharest. Bucharest is in Romania, I believe. Yeah, yeah. that's the capital of Romania. Um, we play in Kiev or MDL for Paris. So my reason why it's these cities is that first of all, I think Valve already chose one of those tournament organizers to do it uh, in their home cities. And why they're choosing that is because it's very hard to get a tournament going on such short on like such a short amount of time. So. It's very good for them if they give the tournament to somebody who has kind of their home venue, so to say, where they can kind of uh, create a tournament on the fly as big as TI. And all of these organizers have their like home venue, I'll say, in their respective countries, capitals, except uh, ESL, who are in Cologne and not in Berlin. But I could see it happening in Berlin. Yeah, and to give everyone Jim's would-be take on this... Um, he's rooting for Berlin. What true? <laughs> what I think is a little bit funny is, I mean, I went to the MDL uh, Paris Major, and that was held at like a venue in Disneyland. Um, I don't know if that's like where they would want to have another tournament. No, I don't. Think you definitely couldn't have it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, like, like remembering the the venue, it was so small, and 
definitely not really suited for like yeah if it's in paris again i definitely think it's not going to be in disneyland again like it was cool for theming but i think the consensus was that it's not that great of a place to like hold an event yeah exactly it was such a pain in the ass to get to um but i i I don't know of like the other stadiums in paris or in france in general that would be like accommodating and like necessarily like set up uh for yeah i mean i think that's a that's a really good point that you made earlier that you think some of the schengen uh countries they won't be as accommodating and they have hard COVID restriction i think either you choose a country that just doesn't have that hard code of uh, COVID restrictions in the first place like ukraine or romania or you choose a country that has pretty hard COVID restrictions but uh, they have very good political support for getting ti to germany so for example when i for my work wrote the article on like ti being potentially delayed there were a lot of political stakeholders like the German Esports Federation and the member of the Green Party, a member of parliament who put quotes in there because, for example, Germany, they really want to have this TI. So, uh, for example, for Germany, the visa situation would also already be sorted because we have that exception that Sweden doesn't have. Mm. Well, I have, like, say Valve was handed like an ultimate decision of having ti in ukraine or or in romania and having like some sort of live audience um and having a tournament in germany um which and and then not having any audience at all um which do you think valve would go with and which do you think you would prefer i mean obviously i'm super biased i would love to have ti in germany even Uh, if even if even if you as a journalist couldn't go no, I think I could go in any case. Well, say say they, they don't allow audience. P- part of their announcement is that Arian cannot go to TI. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, like, what is your question now? Well, I mean, that's not impacting Valve's decision. Um, but, like, just uh, like, imagining that Germany has, like, a much more restricted event and that you couldn't attend or, like, you in a different, you know, set of shoes could not attend. Um, but I could so like attend they... if it's in Eastern Europe. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So then the I idea... would choose Eastern Europe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I know where your your loyalties lie. Where does Valve's with the with the viewers ultimately do they want do they want that like extra I don't know, cash and like support or do are they more interested in just having the event? go off like as smoothly as possible and just like saying like we don't really need the viewers and then having the event going as smoothly as possible is you saying they move it to germany because we have very competent terminal organizers i mean because because you have no code you have like ultimately very little covid risk because you because you control everything in germany no with not having viewers yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, like, I think the point you're making is pretty good. Like, if they do it in Germany, I can, at the dates that they specified, I cannot see it having any viewers. I can see them having a small audience in Eastern Europe. And I think in that case, they would choose Eastern Europe because having an audience is obviously preferable. But in Eastern, I don't know. I think it's I hard. disagree. I think Valve aligns with 
oh gosh, how do I say this? They prioritize having a LAN event for the players and an organ and like having TI right. rather the than F1 necessarily yeah, rather than necessarily having a something that they can have in person viewership. I mean, I think like that's a lot of hypotheticals that like Sam brought into the mix. I sure. think given <laughs> the current circumstances, Germany does have the better chances. It doesn't have like much better chances than any of the other countries, but I think it has the best slightly by a slight margin. Yeah. And I guess there's Which, maybe the wild card of going to the UK. No, no, no one no, trusts no the chance. UK right now. No, I think that's there's no chance. I, I cannot, I cannot see them holding it in the UK. Very fair. Because like the UK, they don't, they have like, they basically don't have a Dota scene at all. Um, and like for example, Germany it would be kind of historical because the th first TI was in Germany. And the 10th TI would be in Germany if they held it in Germany this time, which would be very poetical. Ooh. Poetic? Poetic. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's the word. Uh, cool. Anything else you want to say about the situation? I just hope it's in Germany so I can like claim that I helped bring it to Germany with my article. <laughs> that would be so cool. That would be such a nice clickback pod uh, podcast title. A2K brought TI to Germany. I can already see it. I can't. I'm not looking forward to editing that in. Like, I, can't, I know it's going to happen in like a week or two when they announce TI, and I'm going to have to put <laughs> Arian brought <laughs> TI to Germany. Uh, cool. You guys want to move on to the battle pass? That's probably a bit more exciting for most people. Yeah, sounds good. So, you know, not niche tournament organizational stuff. Uh, Nemesis battle pass. We had Jim introduce this originally because he's the big Dota 2 whale. Uh, I guess it falls to me now. Uh... This is a pass, Jim called it kind of a third of the content of the real TI battle pass. So we have one persona, one arcana, only one immortal chest, and uh, not a collector's cash chest, but it's a pretty nice chest, just like regular chest that you also get through the battle pass. It isn't separately bought. Let's talk maybe about the big ticket items here first, the persona and the arcana. We have the... Davion, Dragonite, uh, Persona, which is just him from the anime. I think most people were expecting this. Like, this didn't really come as a surprise for me, at least. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, the long-awaited uh, Spectre Arcana, which is the first Arcana that was voted on by the TI Battle Pass that's not just separately buyable, which a lot of people were mad about. But the Arcana yeah. by itself, I think, is very high quality. It's a nice yep. Arcana. I'm... I'm fully in on this, and I know that my feelings around the battle pass last year. I was I bought the first um, like bundle, and then I think I did the Steam like summer double bundle thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> level whatever. Yeah, but I didn't buy any extra levels, and because of that, like the grinding just wasn't enough to actually get any of the like the Wraith King or the Wind Ranger Arcana. And I, I honestly have regrets. Kind of, I don't know. It's, it, it's so hard. I, I do, and I don't have regrets because at the, it, it is a lot of money, but I don't want to have that feeling again for a hero that I think I do occasionally play. So the feeling this of year, out. Very yeah. So this year, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll get the Spectre Arcana. So you're actually gunning for it. I am gunning for it. Yeah, that's my goal. 
Sam, how do you feel about them putting this Arcana behind such a big paywall, even though it was a voted one? Because I know you were like uh, very keen on just buying it outright. It would have been yeah. the first Arcana that you bought. Yeah, it would be the first Arcana that I would have bought. Um, and it's because, like, I don't know, they mostly make them for like carry or like high profile heroes. And this is the first one that I feel like I play a decent amount. And I thought it was going to be the prismatic um gem setup which they kind of baited us on um but even still like even though i've been grinding prismatics for like a year now and even though i <laughs> you know I'm, i'm i'm very happy with how it looks and i think it's like one of the coolest arcanas they've released to date um i probably won't end up getting it because it's so like out of my price range um 35 is like something i could see myself spending on a game for like a set I really want um $150 to get this and like some sets that are like nice but not really what I want yeah I'm glad that you mentioned this this is like I don't know how they didn't put in the option to like do prismatics with this arcana yeah like they've been releasing chests that had prismatics uh, gems in them for the past like two years I want to say And I thought, like, yo, this must, like, lead up to something. Uh, and I thought that thing was the Spectre Arcana because she has, like, so many particle effects and shades that you could modify with a prismatic gem. But I don't know why they didn't choose to go that way. But, yeah, as you said, I really like the Arcana by itself. Like, the daggers, uh, you know, flying into people when you desolate people. That looks really cool, especially. Yeah. I Do you think that they'll ever sell another arcana like like just straight up again or do you think it'll they'll lock most of them behind like battle pass like systems or like chest systems i mean i think they're definitely going into the direction of locking them uh into especially like the ones that a lot of people want like specter for example or patch mm -hmm. uh, oh no patch was viable right Punch. yeah i think patch was viable yeah i think so. definitely viable. Um, I think with the, with most of the Arcanas with like really popular heroes, they'll probably lock them behind big battle pass levels. But I think we'll probably have occasionally a buyable one if it's just the like runner up for the vault or something that they're releasing randomly. Is it only going to be for new heroes? Because that's the thing that they've been doing, right? Like anytime they announce a new hero, they'll have an Arcana. Except for Dawnbreaker. Dawnbreaker didn't have an Arcana. And neither uh, did Hoodwink or Hoodwink. True. I feel like it has, it's actually been a while since they did an Arcana new hero. Like yeah, I was that just was Monkey like King. Legion and Techies, right? Oh, and Legion and Monkey King. Yeah. Techies had an Arcana on release. Maybe no, no, maybe not like right on release, but it was pretty close uh, after release, I think. Yeah, because I remember the Monkey King one was like really early on. Mm. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. Release. I generally disagree with this model of them locking everything behind a battle pass and like not making it ever attainable again, because I think they're hurting themselves in the long run. I think it strongly incentivizes current whales in the player base to amass items, but if there's anyone who joins Dota now and they become a Spectre player and there's no way for them to ever get the Spectre Arcana, right? Like that just sucks. And the thing I really, really don't understand is, like, it's set behind such a hard price wall, not even, like, grind wall. Like, if you could mm -hmm. grind two or three hundred levels of this, 
I would be fine with having to yeah. shell out like like maybe 20 30 bucks on top but like you have to pay at least like $80 of the way and that's like giving them way more credit than they probably are going to like good that you mentioned that like this know, bell pass the amount of levels that you can grind i believe is the lowest uh, out of any like uh, zach calculated this about 100 levels if you grind everything which is really 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 hard and they removed for example wagering with these tokens which was previously probably the easiest uh way of getting uh, battle levels mm-hmm. and we they, they are also- still hoping for um for for predictions though there's like that yeah, main component but, i mean those are never like that many battle levels i don't think you're gonna get like another hundred not even like 50 like yeah, i think th- they give out 20 levels if you got like every single one of them right probably yeah something like that and and this time they don't even have like the season they don't have like a, a summer long quest system they have weekly quests so it's like even harder to a, grind yeah exactly you know you take a one week va- vacation boom that's like 10 20 levels gone easy like i don't i don't know it's kind of i'm not really a big fan and like i don't know we talked about this yesterday but i poured a lot of money than i normally would have into like dire tide chest because i kind of liked that system and it felt like relatively easy to drop like two or three bucks at a time um this is not a system that incentivizes you to do that because there's like pretty much nothing in like the the large swaths between like 175 or whatever or what is it 195 yeah, I mean, and 330 i definitely yeah. agree because like most of the things is the treasures which after level 100 you're gonna have all the good things from the treasures and then you know maybe you're very lucky and ruin ultra but all of the rest expires like the seasonal effects yeah then the, I, I guess we'll make a small mention of the dark artistry throwback set People <laughs> oh, are, yeah. are for some reason upset about because like when when my in-game economy isn't stable like <laughs> as if like the the value of these sets would remain if dota as a game fails so yeah. like incentivizing p- players to like continue coming back to this game and like giving them occasionally cool sets is like you know little trinkets or whatever and especially if they reference like pros that they see play all the time but necessarily you know but it's not the exact set, so it's not... Yeah, I mean, this whatever. happens every time, like, a new Immortal gets released for a hero. The, like, previously probably, like, best or most expensive item for that slot just drops in value. The only reason why people are upset about this one especially, I think, is just because it's literally the same set for a Persona. Uh, but I personally, I'm very excited about the precedent that this sets, because this means that all these Personas having cosmetic slots wasn't actually just there for no reason. Uh, we can, I think, expect, not in the near, but probably in the mid to far future, sets for the AM Persona or the Pudge Persona, or even the Dragonite Persona. I don't think that's out of the question. I kind of wish they would just give out more Personas, though. Because there are so few already in the game. Like, there are just some more heroes that need love, to be real. Yeah, I mean, I I think from now on we'll see, like, two to three Personas per battle pass. That's at least what I'm expecting. Yeah, and I would would really like it if we didn't just get Personas and Arcanas, like, during battle pass. Like, I I wish that they, like, just had, like, one during the winter event or something, or... Like, just casually came out with one, like, I don't know, 
out of the blue. Like that, that that's how you like kind of build excitement and like surprise in your game. True. And true. not have it just be like a formulaic like cash transaction of one hundred and fifty dollars per year. Like this is what it <laughs> that's what it takes to like keep up with skins in my favorite game. Like I don't. I don't. I don't really buy into that, and I feel I felt bad paying like sixty bucks for Xbox Live. Like I don't. I can't fathom paying one fifty every summer for a Battle Pass. Yeah, yeah. And this is sure. only the first of two. First of two. <laughs> <laughs> Remember. Yeah. yeah. And this. I mean, I think this is just the interim thing. I think after this year they go back to doing one big one again. But this also means that the like two hundred to three hundred levels that you buy here don't serve as something you can build on to get potentially better rewards because it's two like separate battle passes right so i'm not sure if it works out exactly but this may even be more money that you have to invest yeah i mean after yeah, literally literally like 335 is like the last level you really want unless you're going for like the i guess whoa, whoa, whoa. Mentioned radiance effect Gavion. at 350 that expires after six weeks do you not want that <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I I think the only other thing I could if, if you're like really into the memes and want the uh the, the sexy Davion butt emoticon that one that's kind of cute. I kind of like that. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, level 500. I mean, shout out to you if you have uh, the money to pay for that. Yeah, this is this is for like the the whales of whales. Jim, and you you yeah. Does he? I mean, he doesn't. I have him on my friends list. Thank. No, God. I don't. He, I don't think even he will go for the five hundred. <laughs> but currently, at uh, on my friends list, I see somebody level six fifty already. Oh yeah, what? yeah. I've got somebody over five hundred, and then I don't understand. I really don't understand. Like, just <laughs> I don't. I don't want it to get political, but <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> no, no, say it. This is good. I was gonna say like you should just have your tier buddy take it away from you if you're like, yep, I'm I'm over 500 points and I'm <laughs> over 500 levels in the battle pass. These are repeating rewards of immortal treasures I already have and like treasure chests I have to have gotten the ultra rare like statistically already. Yeah, in. yeah. I'm gonna keep shelling out more. The thanks, I mean, Valve, that's a good point. my favorite I mean, company. I think this battle pass also serves as a good example that most people don't really spend. Like people always say that they should that uh, the money, some of the money going to the pro scene, is a big incentive of people like shelling out more for battle passes. And I think this is a perfect example uh, of that just being like false because people just buy it anyway right uh i wanted to do yeah. the trick where you gift each other the battle pass and get two three <laughs> levels and five like all the five people i asked initially already bought the battle pass like the one level 100 battle within like two minutes of it coming out what was that i was number four number three yeah no you were number you two actually i was number two wow yeah, yeah. jim was number I mean, three the, the first 30 people on my friends list right now like in the battle pass all have like at least level 100 and like or like right at 100 which means that they like bought the biggest package like battle pass as pretty much as soon as it was available because we're like only a few days out from yeah i mean people it. want hats that's still the main motivation yeah right yeah. It, it it really does not uh, i think deter people that some of this money is not going to pros but it's deterring me because <laughs> I don't have the shell. I, mean, I don't have the money to shell out for Valve. It may even be the opposite because the it's not like Valve just uh, kept the same price. They made everything twenty five percent cheaper. 
but so I also maybe. feel like the the like I don't know if this is just a me thing, but the value of the eight dollars or whatever to me feels a lot lower than the value of the ten dollars like in the normal battle pass year. Like I feel like there's a lot more things I want in a regular battle pass, and they're more accessible. Yeah, I mean, True. you are getting a third. You're only getting one treasure, yeah. one immortal yeah. treasure, one cash. So, so you're paying seventy five percent of what you used to to get potentially a third of what you got. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think still the eight buck battle pass is very, very good value compared to like most other games like battle pass systems. Like looking at Valorant or stuff like that, you need to pay like sixty dollars for one skin, uh, even outside of the battle pass. Uh, But yeah, I agree that obviously you only get one treasure here, which kind of sucks. But maybe even the level one hundred bundle that I bought, for example. I think that may even be worse value because I'm not sure if I'm even going to pay the money to at least get Davion. And I'm for sure, I don't think, going to get the Spectre Arcana or the Invoker set. So I feel like I could have just, you know, gotten the $8 one and gotten most of the same things. I guess I get a bit more, you know, immortal items for this. Yeah, you, like, make sure that you remember you, like, the lead up to TI-10 or whatever is, like, supposed to be the reason, I think. Like, I don't know. You collect all of these, like, immortals from from that year's ti and you, and you get to show them off years later like i don't know when it, it's kind of exciting when you see somebody with like a like the ti5 storm uh immortal like true or, i have or, i have the green one i like when they did that oh yeah the, thro- the like throwback ones like yeah bring yeah. them back mm. uh, that was cool because I mean, that <laughs> that was kind of low effort but i still liked it like oh it's the head but now it's green whoa <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good because it distinguishes it from the original, I guess. But it's like, for some of us who didn't start Dota until like late in their lives, or who like I don't know, we're both pretty young. I wasn't, I didn't have any cash on hand or any way to like pay Valve during like TI two, TI three. Yeah, for same skins. I was like twelve or, or something. At Ex- that point. Exactly. Oh, you yeah. were twelve. Yeah. Not, oh, it hurts me I mean, so much. I was around twelve, I think. I was twelve for like the original TI or TI two or something like that. All right, then maybe I was even younger. My God. Yeah, we're we're young Yeah. Anyway, you're old, Charlie. I'm old. No, you're not old. As long <laughs> as you feel young, you're not old, Charlie. I'm still old. But are you too old for Nemesis? This year's <laughs> oh, the most. <laughs> We almost got to talk about it. I think I am actually. I think I am. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So we can talk about Nemesis. That's how I feel when I play this game. I'm. I feel way too old to be playing some of these custom games. Sometimes, like they're just not that fun anymore. Maybe it's the design of them, but I think Ugh. it's the design, honestly. Like I think Nemesis, it's mid at best, but it's definitely like not among the top five custom games. Like it's just three awkward lanes with random creeps there's actually four right there are four yeah. oh four lanes four lanes bad. so four lanes five if you really want to count like the middle yeah thing. and then there's this crystal thing i like the crystal system because it's fun to have like 50 percent spell amp on burst mm-hmm. heroes mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't think it's that engaging like i would be very satisfied if they just put a variation or updated version of labyrinth with every battle pass i think no custom game they ever make comes close to how good Labyrinth was. Labyrinth was legit a good game. 
Yeah, well, I think I mean, if I had to fault Labyrinth on anything, it was just that it took too long, right? Like, yeah, if you yeah. wanted to complete the Labyrinth, it was, like, a full game. It was, like, a 40-something minute game. True. Yeah, the Labyrinth was fun. I, I would be down with them just bringing back Labyrinth. Like, <laughs> over and over. Like, honestly, if they kept, like, the the cre- creatures, like, fresh, the creeps or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah exactly. Why not? Make, just make new rooms. It's even oh. modular. Maybe for a lot of petition or are, something. Are there any heroes that you've like, noticed are like really good in this uh, tower pushing, fight, fighting, like a uh, crystal getting meta? I played a bit of patch in it, and that was actually amazing because there's so much fighting that after any game, I just had like thirty flash heaps and one hundred fifty strength when I was level twenty five. Nice. Yeah, we uh, played a guy. We got smacked by Bloodseeker. Bloodseeker? Yeah, I mean, that's also yeah. good, because I assume everybody's low a lot, and there's a lot of fighting. Yeah, mm. pretty much exactly why. Uh, Contri- I haven't played that many games. I've played three games total, I think. And I played, like, a Marana, a Lesh, and a Jakiro. Or, no, a Lich. And, like, the spellcasters feel good in this game. You don't really want a right-clicker. Yeah, you definitely don't. I played Slark just like just before this podcast in that mode, and that was actually so bad. <laughs> yeah, I played the Snapfire game, and I thought that the enhanced movement of Ags would be enough, but it it definitely was not. <laughs> um, definitely had some teammates die, and it's like you realize how fragile of a game Dota is, where like. You just get a couple, you get like three crystals and you have like 27% spell amp or something. And you're just like, oh my god, my hero like can 1-KO yeah, like exactly. half their team now. That was yeah. how I felt on patch. <laughs> it was actually insane how much damage to do with just like 25% spell amp. Mm, but yeah. Maybe more people will buy Kaya's. <laughs> Kaya's a good item. I buy that shit uh, a lot these days. On Lina, Zeus, Storm. It's very good. Kaya. I put that shit on everything. Exactly. Uh, all right. Let's talk lastly about the Eastern Europe qualifiers and the South America qualifiers that happened recently. Maybe you want to talk us through these, Sam. The amazing Team Empire lower bracket run. Yeah, sure. So Team Empire, which is... Uh, I'm not going to read off their roster until the end, maybe. Um, <laughs> they made a crazy lower bracket run, which is... Interesting, seeing as though they are were a season or sorry a lower division uh, team for season two of DPC. Um, they knocked out Windstrike, Unique, Navi, Puck Champ, and Hellraisers before losing to Team Spirit in the grand finals. And I mean, honestly, most of those games are pretty surprising. Um, this like Team Empire is made up like a, of a bunch of I wouldn't say no names. Yeah, I think that's fair but... to say, honestly. I know Vanscore, <laughs> but the rest of yeah. them I never heard of before. So they have veteran Vanscore playing five, and then they have Seiyu. Um, they... Petushara stood in for them at this tournament for Shoshlo. They had um, a stand in as well? And then, oh, God. Yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, the, the last time, to be fair, the last time Team Empire had a stand-in for TI Qualls. It was Resolution, True. and that kid was on fire, man. TI7? Yeah, woo! that was that was, was hot. his best moment, I think. Yeah, 
Um, and then even a little bit after that too. And then so there's depressed kid playing mid, who's like a 16 year old Russian guy or boy, I should say. And I, I, I'm, I'm like in love. It's 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 amazing. Um, seeing depressed this guy, kid. <laughs> he like in the grand finals, he and uh, Toronto Tokyo. That's right. Um, we're like just duking it out over Invoker to, like, see who is the better Invoker player for, like, the series, I feel like. Like, it was, it was like, I think, contested in every single game in some way. I guess Depressed um, Kid and... was, like, seven years old or something when TI2 happened, and now he plays pro. <laughs> Just yeah, goes to show right? how bad me and you are at the game, Sam. I mean, to be <laughs> fair to Depressed Kid and to most, like, young Russian players, they were probably playing Dota. At that age, it was it's like very popular. Yeah, that's so true. like PC games in general, Warcraft, they're like huge. In, I mean, in that's Russia. how you got into um, Dota, isn't it? You picked it up in Russia. I didn't pick it up in Russia. I played Dota, like in high school. Oh, oh never mind. Uh, for some reason, yeah, we'll go over the origin story another day. Um, and then the Smiling Knight is playing carry for Team Empire, and they lost to Team Spirit in a full extended BO5 finals. Um, that featured a lot of very very tight uh yeah games that like had to no be, game under 40 like, minutes two games in the 55 minute range yeah and some of these games like there was a game i think either the third or fourth where empire was trying to close out the game against spirit and spirit had nothing but their ancient in their base it was totally cleaned of buildings, and it still took Team Empire like almost ten minutes to actually kill the Ancient and finish off the game because of just how good Team Spirit is in the late yeah. game. And, they had Invoker and, in like, that I mean, match, and the base defense for him was actually insane. Yeah, yeah, and props to Team Spirit who definitely like deserved to go to TI after like the performance they had at the Animator, and I mean obviously for winning Qualls, but. It would have been like a really crazy storyline to see Team Empire, who haven't been relevant in years, go. Exactly. Like, and especially with like a young Russian team. I mean, both of these teams are really like what the future of, I think, CIS Dota looks like. And they had to beat the the yesteryear, all of those wash, washed up has beens to get Navi. Here. <laughs> shout so, out to them. Yeah, shout out Navi, who disassembled their roster right before. Right before the Animator actually poached no one from AS Monaco Gambit. Like, they literally, like, handicapped their own, like, region going into the Major. I I know a lot of people were rooting for Navi to lose in this one. Yeah, and then they bombed out to Hellraisers, which has, like, Zayats and Resolution, you know. And Lil, the guy who who definitely has MVP. Oh shoot! I forgot Lil's on Hellraisers. Yeah, this Hellraisers had a vendetta. I feel like going into this Navi match, and then they get and then they get their ass wiped by Team Empire right after. <laughs> so, they, it feels bad for that team. I there's no way this team is around in a month. Honestly, yeah, I agree. like <laughs> at least not in its current form. Uh, something else I want to yeah. say. I think maybe the you know the peak, the tippy top of Western Europe may still be higher than Eastern Europe, but. Seeing these qualifiers, the level of play, it's leagues above, like, Tier 2 European tournaments. Like, I think Eastern Europe has much, much more depth than Western Europe right now. And I think in, like, two to three years, we're really going to see that uh, come to fruition when a lot of these young people uh, 
play on tier one teams. And we're seeing it right now, for example, on VP. They directly qualify to tier and all their players are like super young. Yeah, I, I really hope, I, like if I can impart any wisdom into these like CIS teams or like fans is just like root for some of these teams to stick together. Like at least like four or five members because like teams like uh, Unique, uh, Puck Champ, Namiga, Hellraisers, like they looked at time and obviously Empire, they looked at times like pretty well composed teams that just needed like a little bit of work together to like work out the kinks. And I don't think that this VP stack is like some like indestructible like roster. Like they're going to have their moment in the, in the spotlight, of course, and they have like the best work behind them. Um, so it's like kind of easy for them to continue winning. But like I I really do believe in some of these younger stacks and like kind of uh, the the I don't know potential the just the potential <laughs> of them yeah that's yeah. thank you Charlene yeah I I agree fully uh, maybe let's talk a bit also about South American qualifier this is where I was proven wrong I was very sure that no ping esports uh, was gonna win. And they didn't even make it to the finals or semifinals. Uh, the one who took it was SG Esports. Yeah. Versus Team Unknown. I was honestly rooting for Unknown. And I don't even have a good reason. I just saw like a few games of theirs. You like their playstyle. liked the way... Yeah, I liked the way that they played. They, they were scrappy. They were... Uh, I, I don't even want to say unusual. Um... I don't know. I just I thought that they really held it together, and it would have been funny to have a team unknown in which I honestly didn't recognize any of the players be the South American uh, qualifying team. I'd... They almost draft like a alliance. They just had, like pick really tanky boys and <laughs> like like uh, objective threats. True. The alliance matter that worked well in international tournaments. I'm sure they're going to do great with yeah. that. <laughs> well, they didn't ah. win the the qualifiers, but um, they they dropped to SG. And I wanna I wanna make a point that the team that won that yes, like yes. small uh, contract tournament we talked about on the pod last week ended up in the lower bracket finals, um, and they lost in the upper bracket finals to SG, who ended up winning the tournament. Sam so. was right. A two K was left. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much the news. Uh, you guys can look forward to seeing Jim again in this next segment, which is Noobs as Noobs. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war! First question by Zach. What item has taken you the longest to understand slash you still don't understand the mechanics of? And you can't say Holy Locket. We can't say Holy Locket, huh? Yeah, I, I know what Holy Locket... I mean, Holy Locket's simple. You just uh, <laughs> heal people to full every 10 seconds. That's what Holy Locket does. True. All right. Mine is I probably think... Solar Crest. Hmm. J only because it's changed like through multiple iterations. I'm pretty sure my default answer right now is still like that it has something to do with accuracy, but I know that that's outdated. I feel like oh, now yeah. it is back yeah. to armor, but I don't know exactly what it does. Is it also attack speed? 
It's yep. it, it, it oh, okay. attack speed, armor, and movement speed. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Like my gut instinct is still like, oh yeah, it's that weird one that does like accuracy hit. There's an eighty percent chance that you don't roll for mischance if you hit with it. Yeah. yeah. But I know that that got changed, and I don't know exactly what it does now. Mine, yeah, mine is mine is nullifier. Uh, it used to like, you know, I, I have no idea what it does. Like, it they used keep to changing mute it. items. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, I didn't get that. I don't even follow. Like they change it. I'm like, bro, I'm never buying nullifier. I don't even know what it does. It's so good sometimes. You should. It's really I'm sure item. it is, but I'm comfortable. It's above my pay grade. <laughs> It's like hoodwinks eggs. I don't know, dude. It's like an know. aggressive shadow demon shard. Yeah, I reading shadow <laughs> demon <Yes>. destinations. <laughs> <laughs> that's for Sam. Sam, what's your I mean, what's your item? Just... <laughs> um, mine is quicksilver amulet. I, I maybe oh. neutrals are like kind of cheating here, but no, you're good. No, no. They're, they're, like, they're, that's valid. Percent animation. <laughs> Projectile, Attack whatever. Speed, yeah. And yeah. then percent projectile speed increases. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm confused as to, like, does it just take the, like, base attack time and, like, decrease that by 40%? Is it, like, just the, like, wind up animation? Is it, does it, like. Thank you, but I can't tell if there's, like, any actual effects. Do you know what it is, Jim? It seems like something you would know. Uh, actually, I don't. Uh, I should. I, I'm always impressed by the fact that it's like forty percent. Like it's not, it's not that much. It's like I'm supposed to recognize the like the animation speed change of just forty percent of it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Makes things and faster. That's all I know. I want to. I want to see a comparison between that and um, what is it? Witchblade that gives uh, flat projectile speed <laughs> increase. <laughs> <laughs> like plus 300 or whatever like what is a plus 300 projectile in- like speed increase yeah like uh, you end up like you units per second i actually I know this your, your so targets like... take damage but and then you have to click to attack them <laughs> <laughs> i actually know this one i think snipers projectile speed is around 3k so i'll say like five 4.5k maybe would mean that the attack is like literally there instantly okay <laughs> Yeah, mechanics. It, we love them. But it's also, is it not like increased by the distance between you and the target? Uh, like the no, I don't think so. So the so attacks are consistent <laughs> regardless <laughs> of distance. There's no way that is true, or else like enchantress like would look no, ridiculous. I mean, they're consistent in speed. So if someone's further away from you, then the attack will take further like a longer time to hit. Yeah. I will yeah, say, I think, like, I think you answered this for all of us, Sam. <laughs> yeah. I'm confused now. Okay, now like, I Sam thought won. I understand the item, Sam but now won. I yeah. understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, what's? I mean, I was gonna say nullifier. Honestly, I used for the longest time. I used to think that muting meant that you're silenced and can't use items because Doom used to say it mutes you. Right. And that was an inconsistency, I guess. But yeah, now nullifier is different anyway. Uh, but I, I understand this notifier. I buy it sometimes. Okay. It's good against Necrophos player, who I hate at the bottom of my heart. Uh, cool. Next question from Uncle Bourbon. Oh, Without man. checking in client, what does Banes and Feeble do now? Oh, my. All right. I think I've got this one. Okay. I it think is... I have one component of it. I, yeah, I'm I, sure I, it does I more. I certainly know one. 
I know together, together we all know it. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you go first, Charlie. Oh, 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 gosh. Um, I'm sh- sure. I'm 95% sure that it reduces the target's damage. Okay. Like the amount I'll... of damage that they do. Yeah, that, that was that was my part. It's okay. flat damage reduction. Hmm. It also has a like a percentage. Um, well, I think it's percentage damage reduction, but it also oh, okay. has percentage um, <laughs> healing reduction. Oh, oh really? Doesn't, yeah, and it's really high. Doesn't level, like actually. doesn't really? it like slow your animations as well? I think that that forty percent. That's what I'm confused on. <laughs> is I, at one point it decreased your damage, and at one point it decreased your animation speed. It, it like used to the, add the uh, negative status resist True. too. At one point, yeah, but I don't, no, think, it I don't think it does. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna lock in for us the the minus damage and minus health reduction in okay. percentage form. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. And I'm gonna check. And then there's gonna be like one other yeah. component that we're missing, probably. Check. Of course. Yeah. So Oh god, it's... I just looked. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Go ahead. Cast speed. I told reduction. you! I told yes. you. It slows the animations. Cast speed Okay. Oh, well yeah, yeah, we, we yeah, we said we were thinking no, it's I meant hacks, spells, not spells. I remember I was a lash rack recently and a bane put this thing on me and I literally couldn't cast my stuff because <laughs> Lash Rack has such a bad animation to begin with. A cast speed reduction doesn't scale. Everything about the spell scales at levels, except cast speed really reduction. They already thought, like, what, like, well, yeah, random because... obscure mechanics do we have from Dota? Just put that on Enfeeble. Imagine if there was, like, an 8% scaling through 30% cast reduc- cast speed reduction. Like, you're you're playing Jakiro, and it just feels like the game is, like, slowly <laughs> crashing. <laughs> so, something's wrong. <laughs> something's wrong with my computer. What's... Yeah, like the, the spell is taking like at least a, a second of delay to cast. I'm just What's thinking about like that trying thing. to land a Yult stun on Lashwag while my uh, cast speed is reduced by like 16%. I would not know what to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the, the, the mental math is too hard. Um, 30% is relatively easy. I wonder if that's a buff for people playing on lag. <laughs> <laughs> They're bad anyway. True. Good question. Yeah. That's why we. That's why we haven't seen Ben pick because all these these qualifier games are yeah, remote, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, next question by that Charlie: Which heroes would not be able to get visas to visit Sweden? I guess none of them. Or <laughs> all of them? You mean? Uh, all all of them would not two, be able yeah. to. Uh, I guess techies, because you know I wouldn't let techies yeah. like do an international flight, let alone let him into my country. They can get yeah, on a plane. Yeah, sure. I'll say techies. Are there any Norwegian a... heroes? Tusk, I believe, is Norwegian. Tusk is Magnus. Gonna... Uh... He has, or he has at least that one like, or am I thinking of centaurs? One of them has like a, a Vikingish cosmetic. Centaur has a yeah. Vikingish cosmetic. Okay. So I think that Tusk would not be allowed to get a visa into Sweden, or at least. Definitely not allowed on the plane if carrying his, uh, like, full metal gauntlet. Yeah. Um, I think or the, that might be... Or the live penguin in his True. backpack. And they yeah. need <laughs> Some of these cosmetics are against customs. Yeah, any any hero with firearms, is not gonna, they're not going to let him on the plane. Mm, sniper, of course. Yeah. Uh, cool. Next question. By, oh, did you want to say something? 
I was gonna ask if hoodwink is allowed. I don't know how crossbows. I think you can you can light. put that in the like, check bag. Probably. <laughs> it's a physics question. You can put it in the check bag. <laughs> uh, but I, I also don't know how crossbows work in flight. To be quite fair, um, <laughs> like if the plane the the plane is moving at six hundred meters per second. <laughs> I, I remember there's a, there's a, that's a, easy. There's a triggering question where it's like if you hang something from the roof of a plane and then the plane accelerates and is flying what direction and like how will yeah. it look essentially and that's like yeah. a famous physics question that just destroyed okay. me but don't <laughs> you just add the velocity well, specifically like if it's a balloon the plane onto the crossbow yes. bolt and then it's like the same speed it appears as it's the same speed as it normally would be inside the plane yeah it's all reference frames how, depending on how fast your crossbow fires, you you might end up with some special relativity mm, issues. Okay. But probably not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, <laughs> depending on the speeds, because you can you can check, dodge checks the speed you need. <laughs> you can have relativity issues. Ah, you, can, yes. you can dodge her ult, so I don't think it's that close <laughs> to C. <but. laughs> All right. Uh, next question by that Charlie Nemist yes or Nemist nope. Uh, I like the Nemis. I'm Nemist nope. I never like him. I'm Nemis nope. Nemis nope? I'm Nemes mm, Nope. I think I'm Nemes Yes, just plain, but I'm Nemes Nope if you compare it to the uh, like the Labyrinth mode. I think they should just bring the Labyrinth mode. Dude, Labyrinth was, was so, so good. good. They should just bring that back every time. I would not be mad. Yeah. You know, it's on, like, I had to clean off my hard drive recently for various reasons. Arian's yeah. aware. All the games are Some on your hard stuff drive. On like, they drive. never get Very rid illegal, of them. Guys. Can I play <laughs> like, them? I don't think so, but oh. <laughs> uh, boy, they take up a heck of a lot of your hard drive space. But I think that's like people who make custom games of all the like old event games. I'm sure you could still play Labyrinth, but it's not the same if I don't, uh, you know, earn stuff doing it. Yeah, exactly. it's all about the grind. Yeah. Uh, last question by Rex Cow, Costable, Costa B or Costa Bile? I don't get this question. Can somebody explain? So, How do you so pronounce it? How do you pronounce their word. name? Costa Bile? Who is that? It's, it's the it's an SG Sports oh, carry okay. player. Cool. Yeah. Shout out to him. <laughs> oh, nice that you qualified to team. Yeah, shout out to him. So it's Costa Bile or Costa Bile? Which I don't think it's Costa yeah, Bile. I think it's the former. Well, I think I, the, it's probably Costa Bile. And it's it's... Portuguese, right? So it's probably like Costa Village or something. Because don't they like smush all the Sometimes consonants together? Like Costa Bile. Costa Bile. Costa Bile. I'm sure you can like. Costa Bile. I'm sure you can like write it and find out. Costa I was thinking about writing depressed kid an email. If I could find an email associated with speaking of emails can you guys believe literally <laughs> nobody sent me an email this is a school account about the orangutan <laughs> thing literally nobody sent me an Wait, email really? like telling me if i could beat the orangutan or not not, not a single who did you email did you give out your yeah private i did email and nobody podcast? emailed me wait what Was i knew this that last I episode listened. Oh, okay. I thought you like. I thought you maybe reached out to some like orangutan conservation no, already, place and like. I already reached out to some experts, like for example, a master student of biology, and she said I could beat the orangutan. 
that no, that's irrelevant. irrelevant. What do you mean? It's wrong. Also, I believe I don't. What believe you it. do? What do you mean you don't believe it? <laughs> all right. First PhD, of all, you're wrong. PhD Second of all, Trump's I don't masters. believe you. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> coming out strong. But, but at the same time, the <laughs> I my PhD is in genetics, so she is her masters in like orangutans. No, biology. <laughs> Primate melee? That's not, that's not specific enough. There's so biology many fields degree. in biology. I mean, she didn't tell me like what she just said. Like, yeah, I have a master's in biology. Oh, she definitely did. Do you think I got lied to? <laughs> oh, you know, this is being show. This is being shoehorned. There's there's no way you didn't say, oh, wait, you have a master's in biology. And they went, yeah, but it's for No, I mean, I didn't or, ask, like, what specific you know, field for, her master's one. I, I assumed that, like, having a herbology master's in biology was a thing. That's the thing, right? I mean, yeah, but it's like... It, you usually have some kind of spe- specification I mean, afterwards. And it's yeah. the relevance of whatever her master's studies okay. are to maybe the question I'll, of you maybe I'll beat up by an orangutan. With her. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. I think that's the show. Any any other comments here for my co-hosts? Uh, How do we bring it back to orangutan? Yeah, we always find a way. That's my favorite yeah. moment of How this is, past yeah. year. The orangutan? Well, I'm happy that my stupidness... Yeah, and I... Yeah, it's happy. good. It's still happening, and I love it. (laughs) All right. See you guys next week. I hate you all. (laughs) (laughs) We love you too, Aaron. Yep.